Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. It's the return of the All Jim Show, and it's 100% Jim, and it's 100% true. So listen in as Jim tells the tale of his most memorable hunts. He'll talk about certain outdoor causes he's truly passionate about, some up-and-coming hunting and fishing trips he can't wait to go on, and he'll even break down and answer some listener emails on today's return of the All Jim Show. And it's presented to you by Outdoor Channel at OutdoorChannel.com. And now, ladies and gentlemen, direct from his luxurious dressing room, here's Jim. Oh, and, and Trav. Trav's there, too. Save money, live better. This is your Lexington Walmart. How may I help you? Yeah, is Jim there? Jim who, sir? Uh, the guy that always has, like, uh, food stains on his shirt. He's got a pretty sweet mustache. Is Jim there? He, he's shopping here right now. Do you need me to page him for you? No, he shops there a lot. I think yesterday he had, like, a Hello Kitty uh, Band-Aid on his right arm. He, he accidentally cuts himself a lot. Is he there right now? He might be in your uh, sporting goods department. Help! Help me! Sir, sir do I need to, to uh, inform the authorities? Is, is everything all right? <laughs> that actually might not be a bad idea. <laughs> this is the all-gym show. Are you pretty excited? Sir, is this a joke? No, this isn't a joke. No, we're really doing an all-gym show. Are you pretty excited about it? I mean, it's really a long time coming. Sir, is, is that animation obsession playing in the background? No. I don't hear <laughs> I don't hear anything. Anyways, if you see Jim, tell him I'm looking for him because it's the return of the old Jim show. But hey, you save money and live better, okay? Thank you, sir. Have a good night. <laughs> hey, guys. What's up, G? This is The Revolution with Jim and Trav. I'm scared, people. Truly scared. That's really sad that nobody at Walmart knows you. I can't imagine that's that. That's the time. And you're always covered in, like, blood or, or toothpaste <laughs> yeah. or something like this. Anyways, this is the return of the All Jim Show, a show dedicated solely to Jimbo here. Because, like, my God, how long I, have I'm you... I'm humbled. Uh, how long have you been hunting and fishing, buddy? About uh, 50 years my whole life, but I've been doing this radio show about 12 years. And it's about time uh, we do a show all about Jim. Also in the studio right now, here sitting with us, is Mr. Doc Wiley. I'm here. Doc doesn't want to talk. <laughs> Hi, Doc. Anyways, he's sitting there. He's going to support Jim. He's kind of like Frank the Sound Guy. Frank doesn't say much he's, either. He, he's handed Jim some notes. Anyway, so in this week's Ram Power Block. Powered by Ram at RamTrucks.com. Hey, of course, we're going to hear from Jimmy. We're going to hear Woo-hoo! from me. Jimmy. Uh, Jimmy hey, James. this is the first time. Uh, Jim's going to be telling us about his most memorable hunting trip. Uh-huh. Also, his most memorable uh, fishing, fishing trip. trip. And they have kind of the same theme to them. Yeah. It, it does. Okay. There's similarities, but they're different. I like that. Also, <laughs> uh, when we come back for the break, uh, Jimmy's going to be telling us about some outdoor causes he's most passionate about. Spend a lot of time also, working on Also, uh, you're going to be answering some emails uh-huh. about, uh, like... Uh, we get a couple of thousand a week, uh, sometimes up to four and five thousand. Yeah, your, your favorite wild game to barbecue. Uh-huh. And then you're going to be talking about, also, your up-and-coming trip to South Africa and then some Second Amendment issues. Uh-huh. It's going to be pretty interesting. But uh, let's kick it off right now with uh, your most memorable hunting trip. 
Uh, where did that take place? What exactly happened? We're going to start off with a spring bear hunt. We're right in the throes of that right now. Alaska or Alaska? Canada? Alaska. No, I was in in uh, ah. Alaska hunting brown bear. Real Ooh. on the Alaska Peninsula. Flew okay. into Port Hyden, Alaska, and mm-hmm. then took a little hop in a super cub uh, over on the Pacific side. And uh, got it in the afternoon, and uh, the next morning got up and went hunting. There's no such thing as a little hop up there. There's no. always a big hop with a couple skips <laughs> added in. And, big, and a jump. Beautiful country up there. Yeah, so anyhow, uh, we get in uh, in the afternoon, get up the next morning, and uh, there had been other hunters there that had been there for like two, three weeks, had not even seen a bear. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now you're hunting brown bear. Hunting big brown bear. Big brown yeah. bear. Matter of fact, um, we got up that morning about 530, went behind the camp, and uh, about three and a half miles to a high point, and we're going to glass uh, for any of these bear coming out of hibernation. Mm-hmm. So anyhow, we're crossing this one runoff stream, and I'm watching my guide, and water's going in his boots at 630 in the morning. It's like 32 degrees, and the water's chilly. freezing. Yeah. And so I sit down, take my boots and socks off, and because uh, I have uh, knee-high ankle tights. Yeah. And uh, I'm about halfway across the stream. He says, stop. I said, why? He says, there's a bear behind you. I said, that is not a funny story. He says, it's not a story. There is, really is a bear behind you. So I turn around and look on this ridge that we just came off from. Uh, there's a bear walking through the alders. How far and away was he? At that time, he's probably uh, probably 200 yards. Oh, and so uh, So by the time I get turned around with ice-cold feet yeah. back on the other side, I'm going to start to put on my socks and shoes. We ain't got time for that. We got to go get that bear. We ain't got time for that. Like <laughs> blind. Yeah. yeah. And so Dr. Anyhow, Pepper and a Diablo sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> so anyhow, I, I go running across this gravel bar and stubbing my toe and all kinds of stuff, and you don't really feel it until it thaws out. Yeah. And uh, I ended up. Uh, had to do a snapshot as it's walking through the alders. So shooting and, offhand. Shooting offhand. Running barefoot. And uh, and actually hit him. The only spot I had was a shot in the hip. Yeah. Well, the second shot, uh, he's come running at me. Ooh. Okay. And so anyhow, uh, as I lined up the second shot, uh, as I touched it off, he stopped. Now shooting a three thirty eight. Mm-hmm. Powerful. I mean, powerful gun. Well, anyhow, that it kicked Hunter up in his face. He kind of turned him. He ran on the other side of this line of spruce trees. So I ran through the spruce trees trying to get to him. And uh, finally, I saw him, and he saw me at the same time. I racked the last Your shell eyes in my locked, gun. and it was love at first it sight. Was. <laughs> it's going to be love at first bite is what that was. Yeah, yeah. So anyhow, uh, he turns right at me and starts coming. And uh, there's a spot on their neck. If you hit that spot, you're going to break their neck, and they're down. And so I stayed in the scope. And I shot him and uh, broke his neck, and that was it. I would have been lunch. Now, question for you real quick. What's Very that? interesting story, but you're, you were hunting brown bear yeah. with a three thirty eight. Uh-huh. Why did you go to Canada to hunt black bear with a three seventy five? <laughs> I mean, think about that. I got Put smarter. That, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, I, I think I would have taken something a bit heavier. Now, you well, did actually, have no, a this, pistol with you. Yeah, I did. I had a uh, forty five Winchester Magnum. It's a grizzly. And, you um, saved that for yourself. You, yeah, the last shot. But uh, nevertheless, uh, got the bear down, and uh, he actually squared 10-6. Oh, that's Yeah, but his skull only bear. measured 27 inches, and it had only. to be 28 to make book. Only. But his uh, his claws are four and three-eighths inches long. He could have made steaks out of you. Yeah, or You would make a beautiful steak. <laughs> Thank you. All right, so though, that, that's crazy, man. Yeah. I mean, most people would have buckled under that uh, type of pressure. I know Doc here. He never would have. I certainly would have. I, I might recommend that for Jim. It would but. be good for him. <laughs> High five that one. Hey, there you go. That's amazing. All right, second story. Yeah, I'm filming a TV show. We we were uh, floating down the Alagnac River, and we'd been on this uh, this full trip for about three or four days. It was going to be seven days long, and uh, we stopped at this place called Friday Creek, and actually the Alagnac actually flowed into the uh, Yukon River. Yeah. 
And so we stopped at Friday Creek, and uh, my job when we uh, when we set up camp was to go catch fresh fish for dinner. Mm-hmm. And so this night they wanted um, uh, Artie grayling, and they said pretty good, uh, about a quarter mile up Friday Creek, some pretty good um, Artie grayling. So I working my way up. I had caught a couple of fish. I got to this bend in the river, and there was a lay down, uh, a tree that had fallen over, pretty good size. And uh, I just made a cast, and I heard this sound, woo. <laughs> and I thought, uh oh. Well, anyhow, when Bush I heard that, on fire. <laughs> what they told me was, and I and I, they wanted me to take this uh, the shotgun. And I said, well, I got this forty-five. He said, you better take the shotgun. So I did. I had the forty-five, and I had the shotgun. And as I heard that woof, I spun around. Well, when mm-hmm. I did that, of course, I dropped my fishing rod, <laughs> and uh, actually, I went underwater. <laughs> I slipped and fell. Oh no! Came up just spitting and sputtering, and. Uh, the bear had a choice. There was a there was actually a bear behind the laydown. I didn't know that, and he was only about eight feet from me. Ooh, now he could have come too close at for me. comfort. Yeah, he could have come at me, or he could have went the opposite direction. Well, he went the opposite direction, and uh, what I saw was just the alders moving back and forth where he had made an exit. And so uh, what I did is I took the fish that I had caught, fumbled around, and finally found my fishing rod and backed all the way out <laughs> a quarter of a mile. Smart man. Yeah. And uh, and that was it. But that uh, that was really really exciting. I wish I could have seen your face when you came up out of the water. Well, I'll tell you, it was wet. What, what was the 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 water temp? It had to be. I mean, chilly. Well, it's a glacial stream, and yeah. so it was pretty doggone cold. Yeah, and, freezing uh, cold. And I was soaked to the bone at that point in time. Uh, but looking, I had the had the shotgun in my hand, and looking for whatever that made that noise. And all I saw was the alders moving. And half-eaten fish on the other side of that lake. It was Frank. <laughs> Frank was over there. He, he, he was over there with crackers. It was <laughs> Frank or Chance. Chance or that could have been him. Hey, I imagine like the cartoons when they they fall in the water and they get up and they dump all the water out of the barrel of the gun. <laughs> yeah. Ah, that's about now, that. did you keep the gun above your head? No, actually, everything went, went underwater. Really? Yeah. Yeah, no. It's not going to hurt the uh, shotgun shells or even the action. But uh, you don't know that. Well, I didn't know that, and, and never <laughs> fired it, so it could have been empty for all I know. All right, this is the return of the old Jim Show. Woohoo! Party time. Uh, coming up after the break, though. Uh, once again, Jim's going to be telling us about some outdoor causes that he's uh, most passionate about. He's always volunteering his time, trying to give back. It's amazing what you do, buddy. High five again. Hey, there you go. You got a solid high five on you. But hey, real fast, <laughs> uh, we want to say a, a quick shout out to Ram Trucks. Ram Trucks, RamTrucks.com. Uh, also, uh, Ruger at Ruger.com. High Mountain Seasonings at HIMTNJerky.com. How about Outdoor Channel at OutdoorChannel.com. And Cabela's World's Foremost Outfitter at Cabela's.com. And Zeiss at Zeiss.com forward slash sports. Once again, coming up after the break, our special guest. We're going to do it because I like Jimmy. the cause. We love Jimmy. All right, stick around. Here's a little word for Mark. We got some uh, little Jim factoids all throughout the show. Make sure you listen, and we'll see you after this. You must not abuse the power you've been given. This is The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Eventually, you will lose control of that power, and the whole world will suffer. Ram Trucks, the real truth about Jim. Jim has been bitten by a rattlesnake. He's had his four top front teeth knocked out with a pipe. He's suffered one concussion. He's had too many stitches and broken bones to count. And he was once gored through the leg with a piece of rebar while fishing from a pier. Jim is the ultimate, unstoppable outdoorsman. There's more of Jim talking about Jim to come. So stay tuned and stay thirsty, my friends. Season one changed bass fishing forever. This time, I hate losing. Their bass is on the line. I'm a little jacked right now. The world's best anglers. Look at that! Are all in? Yes, yes. And 23 more still want their trophy. Get hooked. 
again. Jack Link's Major League Fishing. Thursdays, 9 p.m. 8 Central. Only on Outdoor Channel. True to the core. Bring on the weather. The work day. The three-ton haul. The off-off-road. Turn the rain into hail. The dawn into a second night. Bring it all on. And more. Because you'll never know your limits until you go looking for them. The new 2013 Ram 1500. Designed to overcome every obstacle in its path with best-in-class fuel economy and a five-year, 100,000-mile powertrain warranty. Engineered to move heaven and earth. Guts. Glory. Ram. Standard pickup class, EPA estimated 17 city, 20 combined, 25 highway MPG based on Ram V6 4x2. Actual results may vary. Excludes hybrid models. See dealer for copy of the powertrain limited warranty. Ram is a registered trademark of Chrysler Group, LLC. I know his name. Return of the All Gym Show on the Revolution. When I seek your face, there's not a thing that I would change because you're amazing just the way it is. Don't get me started on your smile. Well, this smile costs a lot of money to get on. That is the most beautiful (laughs) fake smile, though. Well, you'd love it. I do love it. What are you talking about? You uh, heard me. Before the break, we heard from Jim, and we talked about uh, some of my uh, most favorite hunts. Two of your most memorable hunts, because this is the return of the All-Jim Show! <laughs> All-Jim, 100% Jim, <laughs> on, today, on today's show. All right, now, um, let's have a little lightning round. How well does Jim know Jim? Okay. And now, I want you to answer these questions right off the top of your head. Uh, the first thing uh, that comes to your mind, buddy, are you ready? Yep. All right, here we go. Uh, who do you think is the ultimate hunter and angler. Now, that can be two separate people, but who do you think these individuals are? Could be man or woman, doesn't matter. I think as far as Hunter goes, it's got to be Jim Zumbo. He's been around yeah. a long time, prolific writer, and a very good shot. Very experienced. All right, angler. Angler, uh, I'm thinking all around because I'm a big fly fisherman. It's got to be yeah. Lefty Cray. A lot of people don't agree with you, but that's okay. That's your opinion. Yeah, all right, now, <laughs> it's like noses. Nobody wants to pick mine. Next question. If you had to pick only one firearm, one uh-huh. firearm for the rest of your life to hunt any game, what brand and caliber would you choose? Well, for big game, it would have to be the uh, Ruger Model 77 300 Win Mag. That's a good choice. Obviously, those kids think so, too. Uh, now, you watch a lot of outdoor programming, and uh, being serious now... Which outdoor show, Jimmy, do you despise the most? Angle's Outdoor Experience. <laughs> the show got canceled. Yeah. Good reason why. All right, so now let's move on to um, outdoor causes that you're most passionate about. You know, um, you're always getting kids involved in the outdoors. Uh-huh. There's a great cause. Or how about uh, preserving nature, fighting urban sprawl, keeping our forest pristine, um, protecting endangered species, uh, the fight against uh, or fighting for the Second Amendment. There's a lot of things you do, but here's I'm going to read this letter. It comes from Elisa Ludke in Macon, Georgia. And she writes, Jim, I hear you talk all the time about your work with uh, QDMA, Delta Waterfowl, Pheasants Forever, uh, etc. But which outdoor causes are near and dear to your heart? Which things are you going to do in 2013 
to benefit the outdoors. Actually, I'm going to work a lot with uh, Trout Unlimited. Trout, uh, really? Yeah, I a big fly fisherman, as you know. Oh yeah, and I like uh, I, the things that uh, Trout Unlimited stands for. I uh, I really want to help them keep the waterways clean, and of course. Uh, on our ranch in Colorado, we did a lot of stream reclamation work, and I really like doing that kind of work. And so, you know, when you're doing that, you're helping a lot of different species, not only in the water, but, um, you know, when you create a, a clean water source, you've helped the mule deer, whitetail, elk, whatever it may be. Well, you know, especially when you're talking about aquatic invasive species, I think that is probably one of the biggest problems that outdoorsmen and women are facing today. But especially in our waterways, you know, and, there, and there's a few places um, left in the United States that haven't been infected with invasive species. And if we don't do something, like you're saying, if we don't get involved with trout and lemon and we don't become very aware, cognitive of things we're doing, mm-hmm. it's not going to stay that way. No, it's not. And uh, I think everybody needs to get involved. I don't care what your passion is, whether it be on the water or in the land or even offshore. The, the Gulf Coast Conservation Association does a lot for redfish and uh, speckled trout and so forth. You need to get involved. Yeah, another thing that you've become very passionate about also is food plots mm-hmm. and planting trees. I mean, th- this is another thing that you, you constantly do. And I want to say it's more or less a hobby for you. What, you probably spend 14 to 16 hours a weekend, every single weekend. Yeah, how many trees have we planted here oh, in the last God. few years? You know, to create that hundred for white deer. Yeah, white-tailed deer. And, uh, and of course... Uh, all of the things that we do with the food plots, you know, of course, just recently we got that new uh, Polaris, and uh, that has helped us out in some smaller areas. You got we, we've got a tractor because you're lazy. You get, well, I you don't like lazy. to walk. <laughs> you <laughs> don't. True. But um, talking about things that you do away from organizations, one thing you have always done is you raise what about two hundred and fifty pheasants a year? Yeah, and I I just release the hens. A lot of people raise roosters. One rooster can service a whole lot of hens, and so we put the hens up. Got to have the if ladies. You notice right here at the studio, we have more pheasants here than probably most areas of, of Northwest Kansas. We've actually started naming them. Yeah. Pedro, Pedro, is, he's been around. A long he's been time. around like seven, eight years. Yeah, and that's a long time for a pheasant. But no, you you release and you've done this now for about fourteen years. Right, right. This will be our thirteenth. Let's year. just be smart and say twelve. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So twelve times two hundred and fifty. You do the math. Uh, that's a lot of birds. And and now I got to say this, though, that that's one thing you've done. I wanted to give people the birds a long time. And how many pheasants have you harvested in this area in the past 12 years? I think two. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't shoot them. I, I just put them out now, and, and the, for other people. To now, enjoy. you love to pheasant hunt and you love to eat pheasant. I love to eat pheasant. I, and, and the thing is, I'd love to hear these guys cackle when they take off. There's something about that. I was raised hunting pheasants. And just to hear that. That's enough yeah. for me. I don't have to shoot them. You want to shoot them? Great. I don't necessarily want to do that. You know, I think what you kind of pointed out there indirectly is that true outdoorsmen and women, your main goal is to conserve nature mm-hmm. and, and to build up habitat and preserve pheasants and whitetails, mule deer, trout, whatever. Quail. You love these animals, and so you want to see them thrive, and so you're always giving back to nature, giving back to these animals, and I really think that's the the essence of outdoorsmen and women. Yeah, well, the thing is, I have harvested a lot of animals in my life. Yeah. If I never harvested another one, it's okay with me, but do I want to see you or anyone else go out there and harvest one? Yeah, I want to be right there, and I want to be right next to you when you harvest it, because I get just as much enjoyment taking you to get to the animal Mm-hmm. As I do of just going there by myself. Because you're a bad shot. I am a bad shot. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that plays a big part in it. Yeah. Plus, yeah. 
I kill everything around. Yes. Okay, I don't give you the opportunity. I give, That's I my give job. Trav the first shot. Yeah. All right, so uh, we actually got to get to a break. Once again, this is the return of the All Jim Show. I love Jim so much. Uh, Lisa, thank you so much for writing in. I know we kind of rambled and went off topic there, uh, but we appreciate it. Uh, we, we hope that Jim answered your question. Yeah. If, also, if I did, write it again. Jim, uh, I'm going to speak for you. And I'll try not to answer it again. Jim says get involved in the outdoors. That's right. Do something. Join a wildlife organization. Right, buddy? That's right. And there's a lot of them out there, and there's a lot of good ones out there. All right, so coming up next on The Revolution, we're going to be talking with Jim. And he's hey. going to be talking about his favorite wild uh, game to eat and how he likes uh, to prepare it. Because I have always said, you do not know Jim unless you've dined with him. That's it. That is the truth. All right, hey, we're proudly brought to you by a Ram Trucks. Look them up at RamTrucks.com plus Outdoor Channel at OutdoorChannel.com. And how about a Zeiss at Zeiss.com forward slash sports and Ruger at Ruger.com and High Mountain Seasonings. That is H-I-M-P-N-Jerky.com. More Jim coming up next on the return of the All Jim Show. Uh, but first, here's a word from Mark. Ram Trucks, real truth about Jim. Wildlife is extremely important to Jim. For instance, Jim once wrecked a vehicle to avoid hitting a coyote that was in hot pursuit of a rabbit. And when Jim filed a claim with his insurance company, they made him draw a picture of the events that led to the wrecked car. Well, hang in there, because the return of the all-Jim show is just getting underway. High Mountain Seasonings. Do yourself a flavor with over 200 different items. And look for the Bucking Horse logo at a retailer near you or on the web at www.himtnjerky.com. The Ruger American Rifle, an American legend is born. The Ruger American Rifle is a 100% American-made firearm that offers outstanding performance at a great price. It features power bedding integral bedding blocks for outstanding accuracy. A Ruger Marksman adjustable trigger for a crisp and user-adjustable 3-5 to pound trigger pull. A flush fit 4-round rotary magazine for smooth and reliable feeding. And a 3-lug bolt with 70-degree throw for ample scope clearance and fast follow-up shots. The Ruger American Rifle, another American-made product from Ruger. Outdoor Channel, the leader in outdoor television for 20 years, has talent you can't see anywhere else. Follow experts like Jim Shockey, Ted Nugent, Michael Waddell, Lee and Tiffany, and more as they take you inside the lifestyle, around the world, and into the tree stands. We're celebrating 20 years of raw television, rugged adventure, and heritage. And it's only on Outdoor Channel, true to the core. Get it today. Call 855-44-OUTDOOR. Cabela's is the world's foremost outfitter for hunting, fishing, and outdoor gear. You can outfit all your needs through Cabela's catalogs, online, and their many stores. With the best selection, prices, and quality, all backed by a legendary guarantee. For the best in outdoor gear, go to www.cabelas.com. It's the return of the All Gym Show on The Revolution. He-Man. <laughs> Jim is a He-Man. I love that song. He's a He-Man woman hater. <laughs> That's it. He, he invented the club. All right, welcome back to the return of uh, the all-Jim show. Before the break, though, Jim, what did Jim talk about? Uh, Jim answered what? <laughs> Jim answered an email from uh, Lisa Ludke in Macon, Georgia, about oh, uh, which that, outdoor that, causes. That, that segment. Yeah, he's most passionate about. <laughs> and, and now we've got another lightning round of uh, how well does Jim know Jim? Are you ready, Jimmy? Yes, I am. All right, what is the biggest uh, game-changing innovation in hunting? 36-inch shoelaces. Oh, stop it. No, come on. <laughs> Seriously, what do you think? Well, I, I think probably, uh, as far as I'm concerned, the range-finding ability of binoculars. That has really uh, taken a whole new level and, matter of fact, uh, created a whole new um, 
uh, industry. Yeah, all right. Now, uh, how many of the 50 states have you pursued uh, game in or fished in? Actually, I think about uh, 43 or 44. There's some of the states in the Northeast I haven't. Yeah. But for the most part, the whole United States. Have you ever hunted in Rhode Island? That is one of the states in the Northeast I haven't. How about New Hampshire? Uh, that's another one. New York? Uh, yes. Matter of fact, hunted deer really? in New York. Yeah, around oh. Olean, New York. All of our listeners out there in the uh, Olean area, hey, how you doing? All right, most bizarre outdoor encounter. Um, everybody knows of my bathroom and badger uh, <laughs> happenings. What, what is the most bizarre thing that has happened to you in the outdoors? I thought this would have been a good one. <laughs> Obviously, it tanked. Uh, think on that for a second. All right, now we'll go on to another one, and we can go back to that, okay? All right. Who is your outdoor idol, if you have one? Um, I don't really have one. I don't really think there's anybody that really to aspire to in the outdoors <laughs> besides myself. All right, most bizarre thing. Did you come up with anything? Probably the most bizarre thing is uh, one day I was out uh, hunting in Alaska, of all places. Yeah. And uh, everybody had gotten in their boats and taken off, and I was there with a pair of uh, hip waders, okay? And uh, actually, they they were hip boots, and uh, there were two left hip boots left so over. you wore two left hip boots? <laughs> yeah. But that was uh, somebody had a pair of right hip boots. <laughs> but, you guys uh, were a match made in heaven. Well, we were, but... Uh, what, yeah, I but fished, were they the fished, same size? Yeah, as a matter of fact, they were. Were they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was fishing with two left feet that day. All right, now, <laughs> like we mentioned before the break, we're going to be talking about barbecuing. Everybody knows that you like to barbecue. And uh, we actually got an email here from Aaron Flagler. I think that's how you pronounce his last name. In Mesa, Arizona. And he emails, uh, Jim, I know you like to barbecue. And one of your favorite things to prepare is wild game. But which species of wild game is your favorite to fix? And how do you go about making it? That's a great question, actually. Yeah, actually. Good uh, story behind it, too. Yeah, actually, uh, the wild game that I love the best, if, if I had a choice of any of them, it would be moose. Oh, it is so good. Yeah. It's fabulous. And on this uh, one particular hunt, I was 210 miles inside the Arctic Circle up on uh, the Porcupine River. If you go to a, the uh, state of Alaska map and uh, look uh, up the Porcupine River, you'll find where I was at. I was yeah. at a little, uh, there's a little dot on the map called Burnfall. That's a cabin that's Beautiful about, place. The size of a, yeah, about the size of my bathroom. Yeah, small. But uh, I hunted uh, 16 days, and uh, on the very last day, I shot this uh, Boone and Crockett moose. Gigantic. Yeah, he was about seven foot at the withers, and uh, when I shot him, uh, knocked him down, and he actually went into a lake, and uh, so I had to skin him in the water. Uh, couldn't get him out. He was too doggone big. But we brought back back straps and, and the hindquarters back to the lower 48. Yeah. And uh, it's one of my favorite things so to, to grill. So tender, juicy. Yeah, yeah. And the thing is, because they're so lean, you know, wild game is all lean. Mm -hmm. You just have to watch how long you cook it. And I like Dry to cook it, it medium rare. And, uh, and then you just uh, actually baste it. Just put it on the grill. And then just... What do you baste it with? I baste it with... Um, uh, Silence in interviews is not good, by yeah, the way. I know it. <laughs> uh, use, use Worcestershire sauce and real butter. Or and, as John and, Anderson would say, Worcestershire sauce. Yes, that's the one. <laughs> same, same one, just a different bottle. Good man. And you take and you, you pour that whole bottle into a saucepan, and yeah. then you put a stick of butter in there, and you melt it, and, uh, and then you just keep basting it. And now once you're through with that, once you're through basting it, then you, you heat it back up because you're, you're, you're basting raw meat and you want to be able to use that, uh, the, the what's left over. And you cut that into medallions. And I'm talking about using it like maybe a section of the uh, backstrap and you cut it into little medallions. Yeah. And then serve it with, um, uh, rice, wild rice, uh, a tossed salad, fresh bread. 
and you use that Worcestershire sauce butter mixture that you mm-hmm. basted that with. That's you serve like that and each, dipping. Each, yeah, you dip the meat into that, and then you take a bite. Now, you cook this on charcoal or you, propane? you got to cook it on charcoal. What, do you use Kingsford? Kingsford is, yeah, because it's readily available, and uh, and I think it probably gives you the best flavor. Do not go with match light. That, I, <laughs> no, seriously, never, that's ever. bad. That is really bad. going to ruin your food because you're going to get that flavor. I don't care what you, you do. You cannot get that out of the charcoal. No. I don't care how hot you get it. It's still going to have that flavor in your meat, and you don't want that. Just go with original. Yeah. All right, so moose meat is your favorite uh, wild game to right. eat and to prepare. But really, you can take, that's the wonderful thing about wild game. You don't have to do much to it, and it's absolutely fabulous. It, it seems like more or less, the more crap you throw at it, all you're doing is muddying the waters. Well, that's you it. Know? And, and you, you want that flavor of the meat is what, yeah. what shines through, even with the Worcestershire sauce, which is very, very uh, uh, potent as oh, yeah. far as taste goes. But you get that flavor of the meat, and that, uh, that's what makes it good. That Worcestershire, I put a little behind my ears, drives my wife crazy. Yeah, and the dog chases you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Aaron Flagler, that, that was actually a really great question. Now I'm flipping hungry, you jack wagon. <laughs> that sounded absolutely fabulous. I've, I, I've had that uh, prepared by Jim Many times. numerous times, and it, oh my gosh, it, it's just amazing. Jim's a tremendous cook. Once again, this is the All Jim Show. The All Jim Show. I'm pretty excited. You know what? Uh, coming up after the break, though, we're going to be talking about his African adventure this summer or, or fall. Sorry about that. Uh, to Africa. Well, hey, we want to say a special thanks real quick to uh, Ram Trucks. RamTrucks.com plus Ruger at Ruger.com and High Mountain Seasonings. That is H-I-M-T-N Jerky.com. And how about Outdoor Channel at OutdoorChannel.com and Cabela's World's Foremost Outfitter at Cabela's.com. Anyways, coming up next, once again, this is the All Jim Show talking about Africa. Africa with my good buddy uh, Jim here, but first, uh, here's another word from Mark. Uh, we'll see you after the break. Coming up next is me. It's Jim. Stick around. Ram Trucks, the real truth about Jim. Jim is a man that wears many hats. He is a national award-winning barbecue pitmaster. He competed successfully on the bass circuit. He's an avid art collector and oil painter who has sold dozens of original pieces of his work. He volunteers yearly to help out wildlife organizations, and he's also an ordained minister. And if you find that impressive about Jim, just wait until we return from the break. Introducing Terra, a new line of premium optics that combines the benefits of legendary German design and engineering with the performance features you've come to expect from Zeiss, all at an incredible value. Find out more at Zeiss.com forward slash sports. When I'm backpacking in the mountains, I like to travel light. That's why I carry Camp Chef's ready-made gourmet outdoor meals. These freeze-dried meals cook right in the pouch. Just add water. With menu choices like cheesy lasagna, teriyaki chicken with rice, and more, these meals taste great. And with a shelf life of seven years, they're also perfect as an emergency food supply at home. Look for Camp Chef's ready-made gourmet meals at a sporting goods store near you or at CampChef.com. Camp Chef, the way to cook outdoors. For 20 years, Outdoor Channel brings you television you don't just watch, but brings you closer with information you can use. With expert talent you can't find anywhere else. Jim Shockey, Ted Nugent, Lee and Tiffany, Michael Waddell, and more. And now we've got more of what you love with new original series that go outside to get to the heart of what is inside. Outdoor Channel. 
true to the core. Get it today. Call 855-44-OUTDOOR. Gear Aids repair products make it easy to restore gear to like new condition. Use Aqua Seal to patch waders, seam grip for leaky tents, and Revive X to repel rain. Dozens of products with hundreds of uses. See the full line and find a local dealer at GearAid.us. It's the return of the All Gym Show on The Revolution. Jim, you are wonderful. <laughs> you know I love you. That's Adam Ant, right? Yes, Adam Ant is. Yeah, he's from England, actually. That guy has married, like, everybody. I think at one time he was married to my wife. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure of that. Or your mother-in-law, at least. Oh, definitely. Yeah, he likes Willabeast. Um, <laughs> welcome back to the return of the All Jim Show. Once again, we're talking 100% about uh, my good friend Jim here. But, uh, you know, Mark P., Mark Panary... Uh, he, he put together a wonderful tribute for you. Uh, we're going to play. Frank, you got that ready? Frank's got it ready. Uh, it's Real Men of the Outdoors. We love you, buddy. We hope you enjoy this. Take a listen. The Revolution with Jim and Trav present Real Men of the Outdoors. Real Men of the Outdoors. Today we salute you, Mr. Jim. Look who it is. It's Jim. With his endless supply of Tommy Bahama outfits, safari hats, and sandals. What were you thinking? I was going to change my name to Tommy Bahama. You think it looks natural, but it couldn't look weirder. Unless maybe it had a propeller. Oh, look at the freak. I do have new shorts. (laughs) Well, I got Hollywood legs. I I like to wear shorts and a t-shirt when I record. Do you know that I have barbecue sauce on my knuckle? Yeah, I did lick it off. So once again, we salute you, oh grandpappy of the outdoors, Mr. Jim. I don't know if it was from yesterday or last week. It's the grandpappy of the outdoors. I think I resemble everybody. <laughs> you are the grandpappy of the outdoors, buddy. That's it. Uh, we love you. I hope you know that. Uh, anyways, once again, this is the return of the All Gym Show. Uh, before the break, though, uh, you answered a question from Aaron Flagler in uh, Mesa, Arizona, I think it was, about your favorite wild game to uh, barbecue. And we found it was and moose. And it was moose. Yeah. Uh, so right now we're going to turn our attention to Africa. Uh, um, uh, everybody knows it's been your lifelong dream, buddy, to go to Africa on a safari. Uh-huh. And you're doing it this fall. I think in uh, September you're taking off, what, the 7th? Actually, leaving on the 7th, but the, uh, the safari will actually take place from the 8th to the 18th. So 10 days I'll be out there in the African bushveld. Yeah, you're going to South Africa, and the, the first animal you're actually going to harvest is a, a gemsbok. Gemsbok, yeah. However you want to pronounce it, doesn't yeah, really matter. they're crazy over there. Uh, anyways, I, I was reading that in South Africa, what they got about a population of around 350,000, 360,000. Obviously, they're not um, on the endangered list. No, no. They're quite prolific. Yeah, and, but- and the thing is, the males and the females look a lot alike, except the bases and the, the horns themselves are just thicker on the male than the female. Now, it's actually in the antelope family. It's considered an antelope. Right. Um, They're big animals, and they're fast. They run, uh, you know... The North American antelope is the fastest land animal in the world, can reach top speeds of like 75 miles per hour. Now, how would you say the Gemsbuck? Gemsbuck. I call him Gemsbuck. Yeah. Anyways, I'm I'm, I'm still going to call it a Gemsbuck. There you go. Anyways, it it, it runs about 60 miles an hour, and and it's kind of a light grayish brown, brownish color. Yeah, the body is. The face is black, but the reason you're harvesting it is. 
is uh, it's going into my new trophy room, which is going to be all black and white. Yeah. So tell us more about this hunt. What, what exactly are you expecting it to be like? Okay. You know, I've read a lot since I was a little kid. I've always wanted to go to Africa. I've read my father's sports field and outdoor life and field stream magazines. Yeah. And uh, gosh, I mean, I've hunted just about everywhere you can in North America. Now to go to Africa has been a lifelong dream. Flying to Johannesburg. It's uh, actually Colobi uh, Safaris picked me up at the airport. Uh, Daniel and Doria Dutoit. But nevertheless, they pick us up and we drive about four hours up to the first camp where we hunt Gimsbach. And then we go another couple of hours north of that to their Cape Buffalo concession. And those are the two animals that I'm going to uh, harvest on this trip. For the Gemsbach, is it going to be, is it a difficult hunt? I mean, I, is I it like hunting uh, the antelope here in, in North America? You know, I really don't know since I've not been there, but I don't think so. I think it's kind of a spot and stalk kind of thing. But with them having that many uh, there, <laughs> it's like, uh, which one do you want? Now, wh- where did you say you're going for the Cape Buffalo at? Uh, it's up toward the, the Limpopo uh, region uh, there in South Africa. Now, they do. I know up there they have uh, lions and yeah. the occasional elephant. Yeah. So, I mean, th- this is going to be a rather exciting hunt. Now, what fire? I shot an elephant in my pajamas. Mark's brother. <laughs> uh, anyways, no. Uh, what firearm are you taking? Actually, a blazer is sending me a double rifle. See, it's been my heart. Trying to go old school. Dream, going old school. That, I, I'm sorry, I have to interject. That is why you've been watching uh, that Robert Redfield Robert Redford out of Africa. Re- yes, out yeah. of Africa. Actually, Robert Redfield. You don't know this. But I, actually, I took him in a scope and matched their names. <laughs> there you go. But you don't know this, but actually, the hat that he wore, I've got a a, a, a company in California. Uh, oh, are you California. kidding me? I am going to wear no. that period clothing oh. when I go on my trip. God, I'm so glad I'm not going yeah, with but you. I'm shooting a Blazer 470 Nitro Express. Are you serious? Yeah. I'm taking that. You're living vicariously through an actor. <laughs> are you joking me? No. No, no. Those oh. knee-high leather boots? Yeah, I'm going to have those. Dude, That that's just craziness. That's silliness. Yeah, I, I wanted to get that turn of the 19th century. All righty. All right, so you're going in September. Uh-huh. You're going to be taking the gems back. I think that's really awesome. Their horn structure is just amazing. Yeah, 55, 60 inches. Yeah, I mean, it's Big. a beautiful animal. Everybody knows. Um, also, the Cape Buffalo, known as Black Death. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't get that name because it's friendly. <laughs> um, no, there's such a tremendous... He looks, he looks at you as though you owe him money. You owe him your life. That's it. Is what you owe him. Uh, but you're going to take his. And, yeah. and so a happy ending for you. And that's going to be cool. Um, everybody's going to make fun of you, but that's okay. That's all right. That's all right, though, that's right. because all that matters it's is It's a that- lifetime experience for me. <laughs> <laughs> He's so used to it. Yeah. Uh, so, no, that's kind of cool, though. So you're going to be adding to your already black and white trophy room. Right. And so you want to have it Which all- already have a zebra, you know. And so there's there's 32 animals in the world that are either black, white, or a combination thereof. Cape buffalo, black. Now, the only thing I'm not going to do a skin mount on a Cape buffalo. I just think they're ugly cows. I think they're cool. I do. I, if I went over there, that would definitely be one of the animals I'd want to take. I just don't want to go. Uh-huh. There's too many things that could poke you, stick you. Or stab you. Or just run over you. <laughs> All right. That's it. And I haven't even begun to talk about the wildlife. <laughs> All right. So now it's cool. All right. Once again, this is backed over by a Toyota <laughs> Land Cruiser. The return of the old Jim Show, talking about Jim and uh, everything about Jim. It's very interesting so far. All right, so stick around because coming up next, our, our guest. Who's our guest going to be? It's going to be me, Jim, talking about the <laughs> Second Amendment once again on the return of the old Jim Show. Real fast, we want to say a quick shout out to some of our sponsors. How about Ram Trucks at RamTrucks.com and Ruger at Ruger.com and High Mountain Seasonings. That is H-I-M-T-N-Jerky.com and Outdoor Channel at OutdoorChannel.com plus Cabela's, world's foremost outfitter at Cabela's.com. Once again, coming up next, we got Jimmy. Jimmy! 
He's and coming up next. And we're talking about the Second Amendment and how I feel about it. Yeah, it, it, it's going to be interesting. Stick around. Oh, my God. He's so cute. Ram Trucks, the real truth about Jim. Jim has taken down 19 of the 29 North American big game animals with only one shot, and his longest successful one-shot harvest was taken offhand while standing with a 264 at 545 yards. So there's plenty more Jim to come in this all-out Jim celebration. And to find out more about Jim, just head to Jim slash the Revolution's website at OutdoorTrailsNetwork.com. Hunting from a tree is good, but hunting from inside a tree is better. The Tree Blind from Nature Blinds is the most realistic hunting blind on the planet. It fools animals and looks great on your property, too. Visit natureblinds.com for details. To take it all head on, channel the universe, steer the satellites, defy the elements. Roar past convention. Shift every course. Rewrite the roadmaps. Push beyond the possible. And bring the world to its knees. It takes the new 2013 Ram 1500. Engineered to move heaven and earth. The road doesn't end here. This is only the beginning. Guts. Glory. Ram. Ram's a registered trademark of Chrysler Group, LLC. It's the return of the All Jim Show on The Revolution. Wait for it, Jimmy. What's that? It's the return of the All Jim Show! <laughs> I right, love this. We are back. Yeah, yeah. Well, we just talked about uh, my trip to Africa coming up in September. You're going to be dressing in a time period clothes like early 19th century. If you're just now tuning in, it's quite comical. You should hop on our website and listen to the uh, Robert Redford interview out of, I, in Out of Africa. Really? Yeah. Right, if that's what you want to do, that's cool. Yeah, I, I want to reenact the earlier times in uh, safari hunting. What if you see yourself in the pictures, you realize, man, I just look stupid. silly. <laughs> you said stupid. I spent a whole lot of money for that. <laughs> uh, anyways, all right, we're going to uh, turn our attention, our focus to uh, Second Amendment issues right now. And actually, we, we got an email I'm going to read. It's really interesting. Anyways, it's from a Chase Daly in Seattle, Washington. And he writes, Jim. He wrote it to you, buddy. Uh, it would appear that our government is following in the footsteps of Russia and their beloved Vladimir Putin uh, when it comes to gun control. This is really interesting. I didn't know this. Russia currently has their common sense gun safety. Boy, we've been hearing that a lot of our recent uh, measures, which include a ban on ownership of handguns. Now, they have pushed that in certain areas uh, in the United States, and they're definitely trying to get that across the board. Um, also, an assault weapons ban, licensing and registration for sporting arms uh, with required uh, requalification renewals every five years. They're talking about that. Bans on concealed carry and open carry, except for limited sporting purposes. And well, those limited sporting purposes are it's extreme. Uh, mandatory background checks, medical, mental health checks, mandatory training. Uh, with severe penalties for gun possession violations. But anyways, Chase Daly wants to know, why is everyone basically turning a deaf ear to this? Well, because the uh, press is not covering it in the proper way. You, you know, if you can control the press, you can control the country. And right now, 
uh, the president administration actually controls the press. And so when he says, I want you to put things out there about uh, how bad guns are uh, in the case of the, uh, the Sandy Hook thing, that was a terrible uh, situation there in, uh, in Connecticut. But the fact of the matter is, why are you penalizing millions of people when one person does it? You know, I find it amazing that they say the worst school shooting ever, the second worst. They're all bad. I don't care if one person loses their lives or a hundred. It, it's the tragedy is the same. That's right. You know, and it's I a mean, a little more widespread when there's more people involved. But nevertheless, still, it's still the, the a horrific the event. Is a horrific event. That's right. It doesn't matter. And no, it, it, the funny thing is, even all these these politicians are saying that these extended background checks and all this would not have prevented any of these shootings. There's not one thing that could have prevented it except for possible uh, guards at schools uh-huh. or uh, teachers that are armed. You know, you know, we're talking about people with the proper training. That is the only way to fight evil. You take a good person and put a firearm in their hands, and they are properly equipped with the right training to fight evil. That's what it really boils down to, good versus evil. But you know, Wayne LaPierre actually said it right. He's the uh, president of the National Rifle Association. He said, the only way to overcome a bad guy with a gun is a good guy with a gun. Yeah, and, the that's truth. and that's the only way that uh, that these people understand Who's in charge? Now, you're big into conspiracy theories. Oh, yeah. And you do some wild, crazy crap and things that I totally don't even agree with. Um, but I've of, got food buried all over our place. Yeah, Jim actually <laughs> wants to put in a bunker. Yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's kind of nuts. Anyways, uh, I want to hear some of your conspiracy theories. Why do you think the government is doing this? Well, actually, they want to be able to control a population. You cannot control a population if the population has as many guns or more than you do. You know, it was recently said that for every person who's in the military, okay, who is a government employee, there are 50 people out there that have just as much ammunition and just as many guns. Okay. Yeah. So it's starting off 50 to one. But what they want to do is they want to control uh, you as an individual. Well, you can't control somebody. That doesn't respect you or fear you. Mm-hmm. I'm going to pull this up real quick. It says uh, Russia's homicide rate. Now, this is going back to 2009 to present uh, to make sure it's accurate. Uh, even with their strict gun policies, uh, th- their uh, homicide rate is 15.1% out of uh, every uh, 100,000. That's high. That's sizable. Now, now look at uh, uh, Chicago. More people last year were killed in Chicago, on the streets of Chicago, than in Afghanistan last year. Now, I want to say we're not on a witch hunt here. This has no. nothing to do with political party. Everyone's just as much to blame, whether you're uh, independent, you're a Republican, you're a Democrat. You're all to blame. You all suck. You, they're, they're the ones that are, I mean, they are throwing this country in the trash. We are not taking party sides here whatsoever. I mean, th- this is just a, just the truth. We have put these people in office to represent us, and they have failed. They have failed us, yeah, well, and we're letting this happen. Yeah, but the thing is, there are 80 million gun owners in the United States. If we all banded together and stood for what the Constitution says— that our Second Amendment rights will not be infringed. Because you know what? If you don't have your Second Amendment rights, you might as well forget about all the rest of them. Freedom of speech, freedom of press. You've lost them all. Uh, good words. Good time. It's the All Jim Show. Hi, right, Jim. Any, any last closing words here? Yeah. Buy ammo and buy it all.
Yes. Also, uh, get some kids out. You know? Yeah. Jim, Jim's totally stuck on his conspiracy theories right now. <laughs> uh, it's scary. Jim frightens me sometimes. <laughs> Anyways. I'm calling uh, Jim, Mel Gibson. I have. I, oh, God. That guy's a loon. Can't stand him. He's a bad actor, too. Well, well he had a movie called Conspiracy Theory. I got that. Oh. Anyways. Anyways, this is the All Jim Show. One of our listeners in Idaho did. Yeah, we're proudly brought to you by Ram Trucks. Look them up at RamTrucks.com plus Ruger at Ruger.com and High Mountain Seasonings at HIMTNJerky.com plus Outdoor Channel at OutdoorChannel.com at Zeiss at Zeiss.com forward slash sports and how about Cabela's. Uh, world's foremost outfitter at Cabela's.com. This is the return of the All Jim Show. Jim's right here. All right, close is coming up next, but first got to get to a break. And here is a little word from Mark. We love you, Jimmy. Ram Trucks, the real truth about Jim. In college, while studying to become a medical doctor, Jim not only sang Italian opera, but he also competed competitively in boxing, tennis, and downhill skiing. Well, the return of the All Jim Show will continue after this. And now, two men who live, eat, breathe the outdoors. Hey, Trap, that was a lot of fun. It was fun because we talked about uh, three Me. of your favorite <laughs> subjects, you and hunting and fishing. <laughs> it was a good show. It's fun today. Yeah. Hey, we want to uh, give a special thanks to all of our 419 affiliate stations or advertisers and everyone that makes the show possible. Like Miss Bunny, Fun Joe, our producer, Mark Paneri, Frank the Sound Guy, and me. When you come back from Africa, we'll have to do... Uh, well, you know, I think what I'm going to If they don't eat you. Yeah, I'm going to take a sat phone with me, and uh, I'm going to be calling back. I won't answer. <laughs> we we need some time apart. Anyways, this weekend, uh, boys and girls, make sure you get outside. Do some Take some hunt. kids with you. Um, anyway, just get outside and enjoy it. Stick around because the local news weather, it is coming up next. God bless you, boys and girls. We love you. And also, a special thanks to Ram Trucks and Outdoor Channel. Peace. Talk to you next week. Love you guys. Bye. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.